Hello and welcome to another podcast. I am Coach Martin Manila from ESL, BusinessEnglishExperts.com and Initial-Impact.com. It's great to have you with me. So today I'm going to be talking about being liked or wanting to be likable. Okay, so this is very interesting use of English words. So listen up here. And, and we're going to be playing with this as a concept in several ways. So firstly, I'm actually going to be t- uh, talking to you about the psychology of actually how to be liked or likable. And should you? Should you really aspire for that in your personal life or your professional life? And why is it that I find, again, and I'm sorry I sound like a repeating record these days, but this is what I'm realizing a lot from my coaching in the past, that many women or uh, female-identified people I work with um, are having a a bit of a challenge here. Um, They almost are reporting that they feel a need to be liked or to present as being more likable and um, kind of fitting in with their colleagues rather than standing their ground and being assertive in order to get on in their career. Now, if this is you, uh, if you are somebody who can identify with that statement, then definitely listen up for this. If you're a guy or somebody who identifies as as a masculine identity here, I'm trying to be very inclusive of everybody, um, then, you know, listen up too, because this might be an eye-opener for you, and that's a nice idiot. It might make you raise your eyebrows in surprise. Yeah, some nice idioms coming out here, okay? And it could be rather shocking to understand what can happen here. We're also going to discuss clearly the word liked and likable and what they mean. And actually, are there better words than like? Because I don't know about you, but certainly when I uh, when I coach students and we're using the word like this, like that, like the next thing, it's very repetitive. And what is like anyway? I mean, it's almost like the word nice. Both of the words are overused. And to be honest, have lost their meaning. Um, so let's talk about other words that you could use, more advanced words that will help you with your IELTS, your OET, or in general, just having better conversations at work or in personal life. So there's lots we're going to pack into this session, so let's get started. So firstly, let me try and paint you a picture. Let me tell you a bit of a story. I'm sure you can remember a time back, or maybe you don't, if you were a really um, serious student, perhaps this wasn't you. But at your school, I don't know about wherever you live in the world, but uh, some schools are more strict than others and some cultures uh, have a different attitude towards learning. But certainly over in the West, and I can only refer to Britain here from my childhood days, um, there was always that child or several children in the class who wanted to be the class kind of clown, we would say the clown, you know, making everybody laugh or trying to be likable, right? Trying to go one better than everybody else. And indeed, you may even work at a company right now, even as adults, this can happen, although not as much, where there is usually one or two individuals who want to stand out over the rest and in an effort to either be noticed for promotions or to get along better with people or just to be liked, to always be friendly to everybody. So, and this might even be you, okay? You may even be the class clown, so welcome to my program. (laughs) Everybody's welcome here. But let's talk about it. So, you know, back at school, if we talk about it, there's always somebody, isn't there? Usually when the door shuts, when the teacher leaves the room for five minutes, okay, somebody somewhere is either, you know, speaking loudly, chattering, and then trying to crack jokes. That's a good expression. To crack a joke means make a joke to make something funny and make other people laugh. And it seems to be that the more that these people get that kind of reward and people laughing and liking, they go even more. They just go further and further with their exploits to the point of sometimes, you know, they're running around the classroom making strange impressions of the teacher. And just at that moment, the teacher walks back in, 
right? Okay. The rest of the class is still now very silent and sat at their desk looking very responsible. But the one person who was trying to be liked or likable is right in the spotlight of that teacher. Okay. Stood up there probably at the, you know, the whiteboard or something here. And uh, yeah, giving it a load of old, um, yeah, sort of very strange attitude um, on the whiteboard, which is not good. Now, of course, we all know what happens when that incident occurs. They, he or she, they get into trouble, right? Big trouble, okay? And this is the price that they pay for trying to be liked or likable. Now, what is to be liked or likable? I mean, seriously, um, I mean, most of us by sort of older ages now are not acting in quite such an obvious way. But, you know, we still are plagued with that kind of dilemma, I would say. Should I be liked or likable? Is this important to So from your point of view, have you ever considered the difference? What does it mean to be liked or what does it mean to be likable? These are interesting words. So let's look at it from an English point of view, right? Okay. To be likable means that, okay, somebody is, yeah, okay, yeah, I can get on with them well. I never have any trouble. They are likable, okay? And to be liked means I really like them, right? You know, I want to hang out with them um, and... They are just, you know, they're just so great to be around all the time. So if that is what you're aspiring to do, let's think about it. Which goal motivates you more? And how does that motivation um, influence your behavior, your happiness, and ultimately your success? I would say even beyond that. So perhaps not ultimately, but penultimately. There, yeah, penultimate. What does penultimate mean? Penultimate means the one just before the last one. So the penultimate thing, good gracious is success but actually the ultimate one i would argue is yeah your life your direction where you're going so for example your destiny if you think that being likable and being liked is most important does that hold you back from achieving your destiny let's think about famous people who've achieved great things perhaps we might consider in our life have they always been likable well, clearly, there has to be an element of being likable in order for them to get along. I mean, if you're totally obnoxious and, and really awful to be around, then nobody wants to work with you, right? But at some point, you have to also be prepared to break with being likable in order to say what you feel is correct and firm. And that can obviously run the risk of alienating a few people along the way. But if you're always being likable to everybody, if you're trying to be liked by everybody, you can't stand for anything at all. This is a key important part. So um, obviously, if we go back to the youngster in the classroom, or that might have been you as the youngster, if your sole purpose is to be liked by your peers or even at work now, okay, you can confuse being liked with being likable, right? And you can quickly discover the difference because although, you know, your colleagues may really, really like you in a moment, okay, then as soon as that, that moment happens where you might do something that is, you know, kind of rather mm, annoying or upsetting or like in the classroom experience, um, you know, to the front of the class, everybody goes away. They distance themselves from you really fast, right? Okay, so they may have loved the fun and the running around of that student and hilarious impressions of the teacher. And for him, like throwing, you know, caution to the wind, but they didn't find him to be likable. Okay, this is the difference, right? So they liked him in the moment, but not likable. So people who have a desire to be liked and place a real value on that tend to do three things. Now, listen out for this. 
Do you tend to do these things? Right. Firstly, do you fail to ask for what you want? And many times, and I have to say, as I say, I'm, I'm making no apologies for this because I think it's really important to talk about it. My, my female students and my female clients have this problem, it seems, more than men. And I have to question why. You know, we have to challenge these kind of stereotypes again um, about men and women and what are certain characteristics or behaviours that are appropriate for them. Because I believe this is where it's coming from. Because, for example, do you fail to ask for what you want? Okay. Now, some men do this too, don't get me wrong. Okay, um, It's not just saying, well, all men do this and all women do that. But do you fail to ask for what you want? Again, out of fear. So, yeah, no one wants to be seen as demanding or complaining or, you know, being like, I want, I want, I want. But people who are driven by um, a need to be liked are especially sensitive to the fact of feeling that, you know, others, um, others have a great... I don't know, expectation of them, okay? And they are very sensitive to the impression that others might perceive of them. So they will never then make their own needs, and this is you, wants or desires known to other people. Because if you feel that way, then you believe that you are more likable if you never come right out and ask for what you want. However, I have to just point out that if you are somebody who does that from time to time or a lot of the time, not only would it be damaging to you, but also it could be damaging long term to that being likable. Because if you never come right out and ask for what you want, you might appear to be rather confusing to other people. They can never work out your point of view. And that can frustrate the life out of some people. Right? So it's really important to be aware that you could actually be working against what you're trying to achieve. Okay? The other thing is this. Um, if you act on impulse, you act on impulse. So, for example, do you suddenly get carried away and want to do something crazy? Because then everybody will like you, right? Everybody will love you. And if you're motivated to do something to be liked, okay, then we often do things that we usually wouldn't do. Okay, We are what we call acting out of character. Um, you might say something a little bit risque. You might get engaged in something that is debatable, um, maybe go along with the wrong crowd in order to get that admiration or to get that approval from a certain group of people. Now, we have to be really careful about this. I totally understand how this can happen. Um, and particularly with our youngsters, this is a big deal, right? Okay, because, of course, um, at a young age, everybody is trying to work out who they are, um, their place in society, what they want to do. It's a very confusing stage of anyone's life going from being a child to a young person. And so this is the generally the time where we seem to see more of this type of thing happening, but it can happen at any age. And in fact, it can continue, you know, well into your adulthood and beyond, right? Until the very end, if you're not careful. So you can sometimes do something potentially dangerous to grab admiration as well. Um, and this acting on impulse not only can be dangerous to you, again, literally dangerous but also it's just really hard to um to really have control of your life if you're always acting on impulse you're doing stuff that you think would work for other people and not for yourself okay um also do you do you blur your personal boundaries okay so again somebody who has a desire to be light um would be kind of less likely to be strong or firm about their values and beliefs Okay, so if the goal is to be liked, think about it. You would uh, tend to mold yourself 
to the expectation of others. Listen to the vocabs in this, all right? There's lots of nice new vocabs here. So molding yourself to the expectations of others means basically not mold as in um, <laughs> getting covered in fur, molding as in bending yourself, shaping yourselves to fit the expectation of the other, which means that you're always changing who you appear to be when you're with different people. Um, and, you know, when you do that, you are giving up, okay, the things that you would normally say are important to you, okay? There is a fear that if, if you were to say, no, these are my boundaries, this is what I stand for, that many others would view them as overbearing or rather... Um, controlling um, and, you know, perhaps narrow-minded, a bit, you know, we would say stubborn, unfriendly, aloof, whatever these words are. Listen to these words, shallow, hard-hearted, right? Um, so if you don't want to be perceived as that, you want to be liked. So you will be bending to the will of other people. You would be, you know, at the mercy of them. Listen to these words, okay? Um, and to every women need of whoever you're with in order to be liked. Now, this especially happens if you are in a situation where you're in a toxic relationship. It can either be with a narcissistic person or just generally a very unpleasant person and an abusive person. Indeed, this can happen at work too. It's not just within the domestic environment at home. It can happen anywhere and it happens to men and women. So it's really important. So if you're always just bending to what the other person wants and for example in the relationship in the end you know you can almost feel like you have to apologize for existing and breathing um and that is a very yeah it's an awful situation to be in because if, in the end you'll just feel like you don't actually know who you really are because you're just blending and blurred your personal boundaries so much to fit with the other person because they are so abusive towards you if you don't that you don't have anything left of you Okay, so this is this is a real sad part of that. And if you're in that situation, then do try to seek help, speak out, try and get some assistance because nobody deserves to be stuck in that type of situation, whether it be at work or at home. Okay, now people who are motivated by the goal of being likable, these are different, right? People who want to be likable, okay, behave consistently. So what we mean by consistently is that you know we tend to like them. Um, because we know that, you know, our awareness of who they are and how they behave is accurate, okay? Um, people who are likable are kind of predictable and dependable, and they have a self-awareness, right? And they have a confidence. So, and if they like themselves, you know, we like them too. So it's really important that consistency is key here, even if you have to say things that aren't particularly, um, well, not necessarily nice things to say at times, to stand up for certain things you believe in, you can be consistent on that and pleasant in how you say it, okay? Also, people who are likable express empathy, all right? These generally, you know, people like that have high emotional intelligence, this may be you, so you're able to recognize and identify emotions in both yourself and other people and to respond appropriately, all right? Um, not negating the feelings of another person. They don't try to tell you how other people should feel or how you should feel about it, okay? Um, and because, because people, if you're like this, are able to empathize, they attract, okay? They attract us, really, because, you know, it's like, wow, okay, they're likable, aren't they? Because they're able to understand us. And the, the one thing that all humans need, whether you, you know it or not, is to be understood. 
I mean, let's face it. Why are you learning English? You're learning English because you want to explain and communicate to a wider range of people and ultimately to be understood and to hopefully understand others. Okay, it's a way for you to be able to connect with other people. So we all ultimately want to be understood, heard and understood, seen and understood. So expressing empathy is important, okay, to be likable um, and to have that ability and flexibility. Also, um, to respect other people's boundaries. Now, that's really important, okay? They don't go over them. They don't try to breach them or to impose their, their will. So, for example, they listen to others in order to learn about them. Do you listen to others to understand about them and just accept people for who they are? what they value and believe. Don't try to change someone's point of view or values or, you know, to uh, denigrate them. Listen to that word, denigrate, humiliate, right? There's no need. There's no need to do that. Um, and basically, you know, someone who is likable may force you to leave your comfort zone a little bit because they will have boundaries, right? And they'll say, this is what I stand for. Um, but when you think about it, it's kind of like... Um, they won't ask you. Somebody who respects your boundaries won't ever ask you to act against something that goes against your values and beliefs. They will respect you for what you believe, not try to force you to follow their line of thinking or that their way is the only way and the only right way of doing it. So these are very healthy behaviors, I would say. Um, and these are the key things to look for. So if, if people are likable, they tend to exhibit these types of qualities. Um, now, when we think about it, it's important for you to be authentic when you show up. OK. And, you know, ultimately, I would say, why do you want to be likable? Why do you want to be liked? Where do you kind of fit on the, the, the line here? Um, what can you do to work on? Um, becoming more likable? Do you need to become more likable? Or do you actually think that you'd just be better off just, no, just basically refusing to get on with anybody? Now, if you think that you should be someone who's always just arguing and, and holding your point of view, I respect that, okay? Um, you might want to consider whether it's the best way to run your life, but ultimately, I think being likable is certainly a benefit, okay? An absolute uh, bonus to be likable, um, that enables you to hold your own position, to hold your point of view, okay? So we're not saying you have to mold yourself to fit other people's expectations, as we said, or to literally bend over backwards for them. That's a nice expression, right? It means literally, you know, be like a gymnast and tie yourself in knots. Another expression, right? But, you know, we want you to be able to be firm when you need to be firm, stand for what you stand for, and that will help you get further forward in your career, your personal life and in relationships than just fitting in and trying to be liked all the time. Because if you go for the lower level of just being liked, 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 you're not going to stand for anything in the end. And you're going to lose who you are. You're going to lose who you are. Um, now, let's just talk about the language here. Like, as I said earlier, like, I like this, I like that. So many times in coaching sessions when I ask students or clients to, you know, uh, either practice for IELTS and we'll talk about what's your favorite place to go for food or something. Well, I like Korean food. I particularly like kimchi, whatever, right? Okay. Ah, like. It's kind of, as I say, as a word, it's a bit wishy-washy. That's a lovely expression. So let's think of other words. I like. Okay. So I adore. What about I adore? Okay. These are, you know, these are nicer words. So I adore Korean food. Okay. I especially love 
not like, but I love kimchi. Okay, I have a passion for Korean food. You could say that instead of I like. Okay, um, if we want to use it in a different way, we could say about film or movie. We could say I admire a certain celebrity. I admire so and so. Okay, and I'm impressed by. So those words are better than just like. You know, it's a very important thing to think about. But in your IELTS exam, you are going to get extra marks for using higher vocab, higher, more advanced level low vocab. So from your perspective, to just use like, like, like all the time is not going to get you anywhere fast. If anything, it's going to get you a very mediocre mark. Now, what is mediocre, people? Anybody know what mediocre means? Yeah, average, okay? But it's a lovely word to use. So mediocre, average, kind of so-so, we might say. Okay? A so-so mark. So we don't want something like that. We want to be going for higher level words. So if we think about um, what are other words that you could think of for like? If something, if you like something, okay, what would you say? What would you say? I adore this. I have a passion for. Okay, I have a love of. I relish, that's a nice word, right? I relish certain things. What does relish mean? It means you take great delight in it, right? Absolutely. You really maybe cherish something, okay? Or you might rate highly or highly rate. You can use that. I highly rate, I don't know, Taylor Swift, <laughs> right? Okay. I think highly of, okay? I respect somebody. I look up to. I enjoy. I value, okay? Think about these words because these are really important for you. Try to use them today. As I say, active listening on all of the podcasts, try to repeat these words, okay, and then use them in a certain context after to summarize what we've discussed today, okay? So I hope that you have loved the podcast, <laughs> not liked it, all right? Um, I hope you have relished every second of it, treasure the information within it, I admire you for carrying on listening to me and keeping moving forward with your English. I know that you will enjoy it better if you find something fun to do with your English. And I hope eventually you will adore speaking English. I applaud you for your efforts um, and I hold you in great esteem. It is an absolute honor to work with you all. Okay, and I think highly of you all and what you're trying to achieve. Thank you so much for messaging in. I do value every single one of you. And hopefully one day you will also realize how much praise you truly deserve for keeping going with a very difficult language there. So there's some lovely words there, all basically to value highly, to appreciate instead of like. So try to give it a go yourself. Have a little go yourself and see if you can build a, a long sentence like that. Um, give it a go. It's just a bit of fun. All right. But remember, people keep going, keep persisting. All right. But make your plan first. What are you persisting at? As we said earlier, listen to the other pod podcast on persistence if you haven't, um, because this will really help you focus so you know you're persisting in the right direction. Stay safe, everybody. If you've loved the podcast, please spread the word far and wide to as many people you know who also need this information. I'm putting it into your hands for free, okay? Also, do sign up to my newsletter. If you'd like to sponsor a segment on the podcast, you can do so because that helps me keep going and keep them free for you all. Stay safe. Have a blessed day or evening ahead. I will see you soon. Take care. Sorry to jump in at the end of your podcast, but I wanted to say a big thank you for listening. And if you love the podcast and would like to help me keep them free, do consider sponsoring me. 
You can subscribe for as little as 99 cents a month to sponsor a segment. Or if you want to do something as a one-off, you can click the link again in the show notes and buy me a coffee. It's a great way to help me spread this word as far and wide as possible to people like yourself who perhaps can't afford to get high-level English coaching but need to access this information all the same. I really appreciate your help and a big thank you for doing so. Also, if you are somebody looking to get into coaching, maybe you're an English coach or perhaps you are another professional Maybe you're a life coach or you might be a mental health counsellor. Basically, anybody who is in a caring or supportive profession or maybe you, you coach people in different academic subjects, I'd like to feature your podcast on my show and give you a chance to reach my audience. Yes, totally free of charge. All you have to do is follow the links down below in the show notes to find out how you can connect with me and send me your files. I will upload them to the show and you can basically reach my audience and build your own business. There are no catches at all. I'm simply here to offer my platform to help as many other professionals in a related field as myself to reach as many students as we can. And together, I believe we can do a lot better. Thank you for listening again. See you soon.